What's up, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to the True Grind Radio podcast. Big energy. It's your boy, Mike Vaz. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about addiction, depression, and living multiple lives. Also, if you haven't yet, please follow me on social media. That's at R-E-A-L-V-A-Z-Z, at RealVaz, on Instagram and Twitter. Also, listen to the episode titled 30 is a new zero because I go into a few concepts of those really quickly but it's a good episode nonetheless and I hope that you truly enjoy the show and continue to come back thank you I feel like we all have an addiction to something and I think that stems from us getting a satisfaction much much quicker than what we get in our everyday, you know, regular life. And that's just the way the world is. There's no such thing as instant, you know, satisfaction or something like that in the world that we live in. And I feel like addiction is something that we do to give us that that jolt of, uh, depending what it is, just like positive energy or, or, or anything. The way, it depends on the way we look at it. And I think that everyone has their own addiction. Some of us are looking at others like, oh, you're addicted to that. Oh, that's horrible. But at the same time, you are addicted to something else entirely. Now, one example is a lot of people look at gamers as you know oh they're super addicted to games and that's bad for you it's bad for your health and then you think the people that are pointing the fingers have their own addiction as well like some people are addicted to social media some people are addicted to watching tv some people are addicted to eating you know so we all have addictions and there's no there's no real reason to point fingers if you're not trying to help the other person and I think it's terrible that some people will you know point those fingers at others and then have addictions in their own right and I think instead of us doing that we need to work together and really understand where that stems from now the people that usually are grinding you know on video games it could be doing so much more if they did the same grind in real life. And I'm not coming from a place where I'm on a, on a pedestal or anything like that because I understand. I mean, video games helped me get through some tough times in my life. When I was failing at life, I played, you know, video games because those were really the only things that gave me any sense of satisfaction because at times in my life I was so down and there was no, it almost seemed like there was no hope, but having that coping me- mechanism really helped to allow me to continue to live life in a way that <clears throat> I can face the negativity knowing I had something I was good at and something positive to look forward to at the end of the day. And to the outside world, it might look like an addiction, which in some cases, you know, it might be. But the thing is with that is there's always no matter what's going on in our lives, we always fall back on to what others would consider our addiction. 
and it helps us cope. And that's the thing we need to understand. And, and it's horrible, but our addictions can, in many ways, you know, hurt us, hurt us like physically and mentally as well. And it all comes from us being so reliant on what we're addicted to that we don't organize our time in a way that helps us gain, you know, ex- like helps us exercise that helps us, you know, read and and do different things to really develop and grow. And that's really the negative things about addiction. But the positive things, like I said, are the instances where we are struggling with something in our lives and we go back to something that helps us cope. And that's really where I think the addiction comes from. Because look at all the stories of people being addicted to, you know, certain drugs and, and alcohol and things like that. Look at what's happening in, in life for them. You know, life is going, you know, in a spiral downward, you know, downward hill. And, and they're just going back to whatever they're, they're doing to help them cope with what life is doing to them or doing to us as, as people. And it's really, really what it is, is you have to pick your addiction and have something that's not so harmful to you. Even though addiction in itself is harmful regardless. But it's best to pick something that is not so harmful to you. Some people are addicted to exercise. And the thing that's harmful about being addicted to exercise is you can hurt your body by exercising too much. There's no good addiction and that's the problem. But the main thing about this is, please, you have to be understanding. You can't just point fingers at people and judge when you have addictions of your own. You can't say, oh, you... You're doing this all day. That's all you do all day. But you're on the phone all day. Or you're exercising all day. Or you're watching TV all day. It's the same thing. You're basically pointing fingers at yourself. And that's really what I think. I think we shouldn't judge at all because we all have our issues that we're working through. And we all cope with life differently. That's just my thinking on that subject. People that are close to me that know my story have always given me a lot of admiration for dealing with the craziness that was you know part of my childhood and I've dealt with you know crazy things as well as dealing with emotions like depression anxiety and self-esteem issues and I think part of what helped me get through a lot of difficulties was the fact that I learned to let things go. Because my philosophy is, if you allow negative emotions to live in your heart and mind, you tend to relive the same horrible days over and over again. And I felt like if I kept doing that, I was going to wake up on my deathbed wondering where my life went. And so I've always practiced trying to do that now granted I've always had the you know the images in my head but I always tried to detach the emotion from the image because that is part of like the negative things in my life are part of my history and what made me who I am and I think that's why I get that admiration because the the people people close to me 
know that I've never let that negative negative side of my life affect the person that I am today. And a lot of people, like I've said in the past, have helped me get to where I am. And so that's why I'm so willing to try and give people my thoughts without receiving anything in return. Because if I'm able to help someone, I may never know. I may be helping more people than I realize, and I may never know. But as long as I spread the message, you know, through the internet or whatever the outlet is in the future, then I feel like part of that is me giving back to the world in a way that's beneficial for for everyone. And I know that people deal with different emotions differently, especially with depression. And most people don't even know that I had dealt with that. And if you know me, try and think of a time where I was super closed off and just, you know, would prefer to have solitude and be by myself. And a lot of that was how I dealt with my depression because I didn't want people to see me in that mind state. You know, a lot of things were going wrong in my life at, you know, in the past. And I just felt that it was best for me to deal with my issues on my own in my own way. And that is what helped me. I mean, eventually I started to open up more because I just got tired of doing the same thing over and over. And usually when you're dealing with, you know, things like that, it's best to have a network of support. And so eventually I just got tired of being closed off and I decided to let people in. But also as that went on, I also kind of started to see people for what they were. And I lost a lot of friends in the past because I kind of saw the person that they really were. And me, I, I, I know people. Like, I understand people a lot better now because I've, I was always mostly a quiet person. You know, I'm introverted, and I've said this before. But at the same time, that heightened my sense of understanding people because I was just the quiet observer. And I saw, you know, the way people reacted and how they carried themselves. And I just kind of just learned people you know how people are throughout the years and I think that's another reason why I'm so interested and, and like I like to understand the how the mind works and how people react to certain situations and psychology and, and how the environment changes their people changes not their people but changes people and I feel like I didn't want my environment or where I came from to determine the kind of person that I became. So I decided to go my own way and just always keep the person that I wanted to be in my heart and just let my experiences allow me to give more to my family, for instance, and give more to people that truly care and love me as well as, you know, my very close friends. And I've always tried to be a very good friend. And I and I still, I still to this day struggle with being available for everyone. And it's, it's difficult because part of who I am is so used to 
being closed off and I'm a lot better now, but I'm so used to being closed off that it's difficult to really just be open for everyone that and I can be, you know, there's times where I'm super busy or I'm trying to make time for my family as well as work and balance the show and just a lot of things. And that's why I really had to slow down on releasing the episodes, you know, day after day, because it was beginning to lose the the sense of quality that you guys were used to when you heard my initial passionate um, episodes. And I didn't want to do that. But I just understand that those are my my instances of where I dealt with depression and everyone deals with depression differently and anxiety differently and we just have to be open and understanding and realize that we cannot even if you have a a degree a psychology degree you still can't fully understand what a person is experiencing because even if you've had the same if you've had depression in the past as well you still can't understand someone else that has depression because their depression can be different than yours. So you just have to be understanding at all times and just know that you can give, you can help however you can, but ultimately it's up to the person to find a way that works for them to deal with their depression and just be helpful and be a friend and a family member. Just be close and be available when they need you if they find you, if you're part of their support network. And really, that's a big part of who I am today. And I'm, that's why I'm very understanding. And I can kind of, I, I, I would consider myself relatable. And I hope that you guys will, can see that as well. So I've been seeing the, uh, the saying uh, a lot lately. It goes... You will live every day, but you only die once. And I thought that was an interesting play on the uh, you only live once uh, saying. And and I honestly, I truly believe that because if you think about it, we've lived many lives. You know, we lived the life of a baby. We lived the life of a grade school student. We've lived the life of a rebellious teen. Um maybe a college student, you know, maybe a fast food employee, maybe an electrician, maybe a doctor, you know, we've all lived different lives. And I feel like it's important for us not to get stuck on our age or what we've done with our life up until this point, because we, once we get stuck in that mindset, we kind of have that feeling of all is lost when all is not lost because we still have plenty of opportunity and plenty of time left on this earth to become the thing that we want to become. And too many people get get stuck in that place where they're like, oh, you know what, I'm already, I've already picked what I wanted to do and let me stick with it even though it makes me unhappy. And... That's that I refuse to believe that. And I'll tell everybody that knows me that I I know that I can do whatever I put my mind to and I'll keep trying different things until I feel like I've made it. And right now, the most important thing for me is making a better life for my family and just making sure my my children are well, well taken care of. 
and we'll let them I want them to become what they want to become and not you know not be stuck in this example of you can only choose one time so make it you know make it the right choice or else I'm going to show them through my actions that you can be whatever you want to be and you can live life however you want to live life and I feel like me showing them that will allow them to feel more freedom and relief as they get older to know that they can make mistakes and still end up being great successful people and I think that's the message that we should be sending all our young people we shouldn't be on on top of them worried about what they're doing right and what they're doing wrong but letting them make mistakes and allowing them to learn through the process because as humans that's how we are we learn we make mistakes and we learn again because if we didn't make any mistakes, there'd be nothing to learn. There'd be no knowledge to pass around. There'd be no experiences because everyone would be perfect. And we know that that's not real or realistic at all. So let's let our, our, our kids make mistakes. Let's make mistakes ourselves and let, let's show them what it's like to make mistakes. Pick yourself back up and be successful. Let's live the many different lives that we can live. I mean, I talk about this a little bit in my Zero is the New 30 episode where I talk about different, you know, our time on this earth versus our life years yeah, in terms of age. And it's really, it's the same thing. We live many lives. We wear many hats. Let's just embrace that and understand that one choice is not always the right choice. Maybe we have a passing, you know, a passing interest in something. We've tried it, realized that it's not really for us. And we've gone and tried something else and we've become happier. Sometimes we're happier just doing different things because we can't stand the monotony of doing one thing over and over. And maybe sometimes we need something like that in our lives, something that changes up constantly, some new experiences. And that's not bad either. So really don't get stuck on this age thing. And I've said it plenty of times before. Don't get stuck on age. No, you can do whatever that you want to do. And make as many mistakes as you need to make before you find what makes you happy and what makes you successful. Hey, I hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget you can listen on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and a host of other platforms. Just search True Grind Radio in your platform of choice and listen to me there.